Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and a transformational guide. And I have a special episode for you today about a very important topic. And I brought one of my besties, one of my soul sisters to join me in the conversation. So welcome back for the third time, Semerit Stran. Welcome, mm. Semerit. Thank you, Joni. It's always a delight to be in this conversation with you. Mm. Mm. Thank you. So I, I just want to dive in and say that one of the gifts of sisterhood that I cherish in my relationship with Samarit is with you, Samarit, is that there is a place that you and I inhabit, we conjure, we bring in together that is a facet of the feminine that is so nourishing and supportive and healing for me. And it is just the context that, that I needed for, for this exploration and for the sharing about this subject. So. And isn't it wild, Joni, that the place we get to when you and I get together for deep and sacred conversation is a place that neither one of us gets to on our own. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, that is, it, it's interesting. Yeah, the, the synergy and the alchemy of how we each come together with our, I would say, divine feminine ray or uh, our essence. Yeah, but what I, not but, and what I think is germane to this conversation is that uh, we love each other's company. We love (laughs) uh, each other, each other's, we love being in conversation with one another and it shines a light on this aspect of the feminine which is that the the sum is the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts that mm. it's it's when we are in the collective that the fullness of our personhood is reached Mm, I love that. I love that. And yes, that's, that's why I invited you on. (laughs) (laughs) Because in my experience, when we come together with our, our sisters, with our deep soul sisters, it really is 
like new worlds being born. Like that's what we create together just through our, our conversation and our truth and our, our beingness. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Mm. So we haven't even gotten to the subject at hand. (laughs) (laughs) We're already. Yeah. I feel like swimming in the waters of, sacred feminine flow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I want to invite and invoke, want to invoke that, and also invite you, our dear listener, to, it's almost like imagine getting on the raft with us, or getting on the the boat with us, and, and just feeling that gentle sway, and that gentle rock of the sacred feminine flow, and imagining if you can, that, that you can, uh, you know, almost close your eyes and relax and, and go for the ride today with Samarit and I. Hmm. So what I, I want to share with you and open up for inquiry and exploration is something that I call sumptuous living. And it, for me, it is some threads of, uh, it's both threads and aspects of various practices and sacred feminine wisdom that have been woven together through my life and my healing experience that I am meant to offer and to share and to teach about. It is a dimension of the divine feminine and a dimension of life that we can experience that I haven't heard anyone else speak about in quite the same way. And so I wanted to invite my dear friend Samarit to, to hold the space as we do some inquiry and some exploration with this concept, with this body of work that is evolving through me. Mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna pause for a moment and say, Samarit, there's something I'm hearing in the background. I'm not sure what it is that sounds like a, it's not happening right now, but periodically like this um, whistling or tinkling sound. Oh, maybe the, the, the wind chimes. Outside. Oh, <laughs> is that what it is? That's the only thing I can think of because I, I, I don't really have any background noise in the room. Um, I, I could change rooms. No, 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 no. It's perfect. It's perfect. So let's just, let's just go with that. So the, one of the key elements of sumptuous living, which in my experience is, is really an awakening journey through our sensual body. So it's, So, of course, there are wind chimes that are happening (laughs) during this recording. (laughs) So, 
And as I invited you to kind of come aboard with us and let yourself relax and just sink into the experience that when we tune in in this way, when we turn our senses on, when we tune into both those sounds that are happening around us or the sensations we experience in our body or the tastes or the aromas, that when we can bring our awareness and into the body and start to activate from that place, it opens up our perceptual possibilities in a way that we can recognize not only the deeper essence and truth of who we are, but also there is an exquisite level of support and a sumptuous dimension of life that we have access to. And one of the one of the reasons that this feels so critical and so important is because so many of us are being called to step up and step into our leadership in a more full way. This is the time when we are called, and it may be in our families, it may be in our communities, or it may be on a bigger stage that we're called to have impact. But these are the times that we all signed on for, that we said, I want to be here now. And, and I think we can all suffice to say that, <laughs> that these are not that they're, they're messy times, that they're complex times, and they can be really challenging. And so we need this new level of resource, of support, of resilience, mm-hmm. of capacity. So we need to expand what's possible in that way in order to be able to, to meet what we're being called to do in our lives. So Junie, I'd like to interject a question if I could. Yes. You're presenting uh, two things, uh, and isn't it the way of the feminine to to bring two things apparently opposite um, together. Mm. But I wanna bring out two things. One is that you are talking about the sensuality of the feminine one might even be a little worried that you're um, presenting a body of knowledge that's slightly uh, hedonistic. Um, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the sensuality. And, and there are programs like that being yes. offered. Yes. But on the other hand, you're also talking about uh, it is a a resource for when we are called to leadership, when we are called to doing something more than our everyday survival. So help us bridge those two things, please. Mm. Right. So when 
I listen to you. I go back to the idea, uh, and I did an episode on this mm, probably nine months ago on pleasure, power, and prosperity. And it came mm -hmm. out of a conversation that you and I actually had related to, uh, to money and to our life's work. And I, I want to go back to that pleasure principle. And yes, uh, there is that more, we'll say, he hedonistic end of the continuum um, where pleasure is, I'm going to say, uh, a, a way of stimulating to numb or distract or um, disconnect Pe people. I think we, we are seeing many ways in which people are, quote, pleasure-seeking as a means to escape or disconnect from what's present, true, or real in their day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. And the sensual pleasure that I teach about and that I'm speaking about is... <laughs> springs tears to my eyes. Is, is all about fully inhabiting your body and being present. Wow. Yeah, to being present to what, what's true in any given moment and allowing that to be a guide and a balm and uh, inspiration, really, to sh to show the way. <laughs> so that's it. That's a huge distinction. Um, I am I'm, I'm deepening into and appreciating that um, what might be wild widely accepted in, in mass consciousness is pleasure almost as a way to medicate. And yes. that what you are talking about when you talk about the sensual as, as an expression of the sacred feminine is, is really a way to be fully here, fully present. So definitely uh, a... Um, uh, I don't want to say healing, but definitely a way um, to to inhabit more. I think that's that's the word that you use. I'm very struck by that by the distinction. So mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, and thanks for that focusing question. It 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 really is deeply entering. It's entering the body, it's entering the emotional body, it's entering our nervous system in, in a whole different way. And the fact that, that we, we have access, as I've said, I, I feel like I keep repeating myself in this way, but there are, there are dimensions of life 
and of sensation and of experience that for the most part we're not open to or we're not accessing because we haven't I'm going to say like we haven't turned it on yet in in our systems um, we have the the to use the computer analogy you know we we have the code or the program it just has not been activated yet yes yes it hasn't been activated yet and and it is it is my great pleasure and honor to be a voice for this and to share about what's possible and the the truth of the matter is is you know this body of work uh emerged in the course of the three most challenging years probably of my adult life <laughs> like this this was not um this was not like sitting sitting on the edge of the stream eating the proverbial bonbons this was being being taken to uh the heart of my most challenging experiences as a human yes. being yes. <laughs> as I, a human being anyway but that's exactly but that's exactly what you're saying which is delighting me and inspiring me at the same time it is in the moment where you were in the most pain that you were shown a way uh, we might say we live in a society where um, pain is, is to be avoided at all costs um, you know, there, there, there's a pill for everything. There's a yoga system <laughs> for everything. There is an exercise program that can take us away from, from the pain. Uh, but, but what, what you were led to, it seems, is uh, a, a way of being and a way of experiencing uh, that said, uh, pain is to be embraced. Mm. The, go ahead. Yeah, yes, I would. I would say it maybe a bit differently. It's embraced, yes, but it's really it's the portal. You know, yes, it's it's the portal, and so it's not embracing it like to the extent of indulging it or holding on. It it's really it's the way through. Mm -hmm. it's the way through and it's that whole you know it's that whole truism where they say pain pain is a part of life but suffering is optional mm. uh, so yes we are going to face pain in in our lives and we don't have to suffer and and this is a piece of that you know, it's it's learning how to receive the nourishment which is being presented to us, and it's we're being you know we're being held in this nourishing container that we can get everything we need and then some in real time in the moment to address. <clears throat> excuse me, whatever it is we need to face, 
So whether it's adversity, whether it's challenge, whether it's expanding and opening to our most full and glorious self, like it's here, it's all here. And learning the process of how do I open to that ongoing? How do I shift gears to, as I said, activate the program within us so that we can be this powerful receptor and receiver of that? Wow. So I have a question. I, I hope it doesn't take us off topic, Joni. <laughs> you said pain is part of life suffering is optional pain mm. is a portal is pleasure as in the sensuality is that also a, a part of life and 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 a portal mm. so it is most it is most definitely a portal and we are hardwired for pleasure so mm we come into this world in these little bodies needing pleasure in order to thrive F failure to thrive and this is more your area as a as a, a retired doctor but yeah. fa failure to thrive really has a lot to do with lack of I, this is my understanding correct me if i'm wrong that that's that contact like skin to skin contact like babies need that they need that skin to skin that sensual yummy uh holding that cooing and that you know the eye contact back and forth those ways that we drop into pleasure together as human beings wow. is a is a driving force <laughs> you know this happens to us but i just went into a whole other world because yes you're absolutely right the term failure to thrive came out of research that showed that babies when properly cleaned and fed <laughs> and and, and uh, but without the human contact without the human mm. touch and yeah. interaction would not grow so that's where the medical term failure to thrive came but i said as you were talking i said oh my god what failure to thrive mm. so many women today are saying i'm tired of just making it i'm tired mm. of just surviving i want to thrive so we could use that term to see mm. to bring women to the awareness are you failing to thrive? And is, could it be that that research applies to us, not just in infancy, but to us um, in these latter part of our life trajectory? I don't mean latter, you know, like in the 40s, 50s. Yes. We are asking these questions. Could it be that we have neglected the eye contact, the skin to skin, the mm. the the um, the sensual aspects mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. of living. Yes, I I 
believe we have, I believe, especially in our Western culture, I believe we absolutely have. And we are paying a price yeah. for that. We're paying a price for that. So, And so is in what ways is your body of work and, and upcoming program Sumptuous Living um, in what ways are, are they a, an antidote, if I could use that word, to this price that we're paying? So I do, uh, thank you for mentioning it. I do have this six-month offering that will come up uh, this December. It is the solstice to the solstice will take place the winter solstice to the summer solstice, and, and, and I'm going to diverge just a teeny bit. What I, I love about starting at the time of the winter solstice is that entering the darkness, entering the darkness, the fertile, rich, loamy darkness of the longest night of the year, and, and then in a way, it's like rebirthing ourselves and using six months to practice how to receive and how to activate this um, program, excuse me, within us that allows us then to head into the fullness of summer and being able to receive in the most amplified way so to take six months of the whole program is really practice based so it's exploring different facets of how do i open how do i activate this how do i become more receptive in these various ways and pleasure is is one of the pieces that we explore it's one of the portals that we explore in that program and in that process does that answer your question absolutely um you said pleasure is one of the portals or one of the practices uh, what are some of the others mm. so of course the the sensual body is is our first and main portal and then we work with pleasure i also love to work with uh, and we will be working with the idea of communion which, which is uh i'm starting to hear more about but is like under underrated underreported <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> underspoken about so communion in all the ways that are possible whether it's human to human human to natural world human to spiritual dimension because i do also want to say uh that this this is really this is almost like a um mystic training program it really is a training process or it is an immersion process and it, it is a mystical opening but it's learning how to cultivate that process for yourself so it's a process of becoming 
more full of you. And I've talked about this before in other episodes, like the importance of becoming as full of yourself as you possibly can. And then I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, but the, the other portal and the other place of inquiry that we do quite a lot with is the whole concept of trust your sacred feminine flow. So that whole dimension of receiving and opening and being a conduit, which you and I have talked about, like as we step into our leadership, that opening to being the conduit and the expression of what wants to come through us. Well, wow. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it, I, I'm going to highlight what you said. The, the, the portals will be exploring the sensual body. Number two, exploring communion. And mm. number three, exploring being a channel for the flow and trusting the flow. Uh, and once again, I'm struck, and you even said it's a mystical journey. Mm-hmm. and a mystical training. Tell me again how that prepares women who feel called to a special kind of leadership. Because, you know, we could get lost in the mystical aspect, but that's not what you're saying. Mm. You're saying this, is, this has a very practical application in a world uh, that, as we know, uh, is challenging right now and very challenged uh, right now. So from the mystical to mm-hmm. leadership in a very difficult world, um, take, bridge that for us, please. Sure. So I, I do want to add that in addition to those portals that you named, we also work with, as I said, the pleasure and also beauty. Mm. As as one of those, <clears throat> excuse me, one of those portals. So the mystics, the, the archetype or the mystic, uh, or the, the capacity of the mystic is to experience the sacred dimension of life in all forms, in all experiences. And so in order for us to step up into our next level of leadership or showing up, as I said, we need, we need that backing. We need that, um, it's like putting our roots deep into the richest soil with the best fertilizer and with the best sunshine and just the right right amount of rain. It provides for us a resilience and a strength uh, and a capacity that, again, going back to that idea of thriving (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or being capable of having the largest impact we have to have the resource to sustain it. We cannot sustain it if we are undernourished, if we are not fed and supported and backed up in the ways 
that we need. We, we can't create at the level that we want to. We can't reach. We can't serve. We can't transmit as powerfully as we would like to. And again, whether that's being an aligned parent or um, caregiver or loved one in a partnership relationship or, or whether it's leading a movement, having access to those layers of resource, it's a game changer. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> it, it definitely does. I'm receiving. It's making me, what you said about putting our roots in the best conditions so that we, we have resources, we have abundant resources for impact, for reach, for creativity, and for service. It, it's making me take a deep breath. Um, uh, it's kind of an exhale. Um, and what I'm called to ask next, Joni, is who is this for? Mm. Who are these new leaders that are being called to leadership and that perhaps have never thought of themselves as leadership material or, or leaders? Mm. Well, this, well, first of all, I want to say that in my opinion, <laughs> I believe that we as women uh, that we are the the unsung leaders in mm -hmm. in our in our families in our communities in our worlds that we are the the heart and the soul of of the human family yes um, but we don't often think of ourselves as leaders no and, and so we might be in our own interior in our own hearts and soul we might be hearing a siren song a kind of a calling towards leadership and saying well that that couldn't possibly be for me and yet it seems like your program has an answer mm -hmm. and and a practice for us so that we begin to think of ourselves as a, a, a new type of leader Yes, and I, I love uh, some of the teachers and mentors that I've worked with. They refer to leadership as service. Mm. And I believe most every woman I've ever met <laughs> um, is aware of providing some kind of service in their life. So whether it's in a a paid job or in their own business, or again, going back to um, being in, in a family or a community, those acts of service. So this, this program is really, you don't have to fit some idea that you might, some pre- prescribed idea you might have in your mind for leader, or I'm called to be a leader. I am saying at this point in our history as a collective, we, the planet and everybody on it needs all of us 
to show up and put our best foot forward, to leave an impression in the positive sense. And what I mean by that is to be kind, to be open-hearted, to be generous, to be loving. And I know that we're all human, and of course, we're not there 24-7 every day. But to move through your life in that way is an act of service. So whether you are, as I said, feeling called to, to do something where you are, quote, leading a movement or becoming a teacher or serving, you know, maybe you're called to serve the animal kingdom or to be involved in your community in some way as a volunteer. If you feel like you have an impact to make, and if you feel like having more resource or having more access to whether it's your higher self or to the more full dimensions of who you are as a being, as well as the exquisite support that is, it's here, it's here, I'm telling you, it's here. I've seen it, I've had visions, I've opened to it, I've helped other people access it. If you want access to that, then this program is for you. You know, if you would like to learn how to receive it, I would say this would be a great place to start. Wow. Hmm. So deep breath with that. <laughs> so if you're interested in exploring the program. And again, it will begin on the winter solstice, which is December 21st. You can check out on my webpage. And also, if you go to sacredfeminineflow.com, you can see the information and the details about the program. And there should be a place there just to sign up and register your interest if you're interested in it. So I'm getting those pieces put in place, but by the time this goes live, that should all be in place for you. Anything else on your end? Um, I, I'm, I'm wowed. I'm wowed by the fact that our planet is in need of brand new leadership. The leadership uh, that's been prevalent has taken us to where we are today. And we do need <laughs> leadership. And the new leadership may not think of itself or herself as leaders and that you have this gentle uh, um, practice-based body of work that says these things that we women do naturally, mm. like, like breathe and move and appreciate beauty and appreciate flow, are the very things that will uh, take us into that place of leadership that will support us so we don't feel alone and scared 
as mm. we move into that place of new leadership. I, I, I feel uh, that it's a great gift, a great gift to the planet, a great gift to the women who will um, feel called to come together and appreciate that communion and that uh, being resourced uh, before we go, quote, unquote, out there. It mm -hmm. seems as if the leadership you're talking about is not so much putting yourself out there as much as it is um, put yourself more in here mm. and that from the in here, the very organic uh, process of uh, moving out into the world, just like a, a plant uh, moving into the atmosphere from being underground is very organic that it's so it feels so gentle mm. uh, and nourishing i i i'm ready to wholeheartedly endorse this mm. yeah mm. what a you. great gift what a great gift to women and what a great gift to the planet so thank, thank you Joni, for for bringing this forward mm. my pleasure and i'm i'm doing the deep bow <laughs> <laughs> And I, I do want to just share one final piece that as, as you were speaking, Samarit, the, the vision I received was really, it is about leadership as be, being a conduit. Like yes. our, our, our giving is as a conduit, that we are never giving from kind of our our inner resources it's it's really it is that sacred feminine flow it's the tapping into uh that flow that wants to be expressed through us and that we have access to and and giving and creating and experiencing life from that wow so Dear beloved, thank you for being with us on this journey and for tuning in today. And I want to remind you, as always, because it, it does matter, is to trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. 